Hello, and welcome to Write, Read, and Write. I'm Adam Preston Farrell, and I'm with Josiah Seth Gray. Today, we are gathered around the microphone to talk about collaborative editing. Last week, we talked about what it means to work collaboratively on a project. When it comes to editing, it's a different story. You may not be working on the same piece, have the same prompt, or the same ideas. However, you might have the same ability to operate in the same function as editor. What this looks like for Josiah and I, several stories and years and years of writing experience. Josiah has helped me edit my novels. I've had edited his. And today we'll be talking about what that adventure looks like as far as collaboration, as well as what skills you might want to work on in order to progress as an editor. So Josiah, what's new with you? What's new with me? Uh, so the, the newest thing is I finally have a visa. So that's quite exciting. I, I'm allowed yeah. to legally be in the UK. So years of, of well, not years, but months of, of limbo is finally over. Uh, what's new with you, Adam? Uh, not much. I'm staying away from COVID, which has been tough as a teacher. And uh, primarily just been working, teaching business and economics. So not much new, but staying safe. Yeah, for me, staying away from COVID is a lot easier because I teach online and they haven't currently found a way to pass COVID across the interwebs, but maybe that'll happen. It'd be terrifying. You mean it's not passed through 5G? I thought it was passed through 5G. That's why everybody in the UK was burning 5G towers. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, oh, right. There, there is that, that conspiracy. Look, I haven't gotten COVID from 5G and I've taught online. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So that's debunked. Uh, next, uh, we'll uh, have to figure another conspiracy theory to debunk. But until then, editing. So Josiah, um, I remember we've edited each other's novels. Um, and that was years ago. We've also been collaboratively writing more recently. But any editing each other's work, um, I'd say, from my perspective, there's two levels of editing, and maybe even three. But the two main ones are writing like uh, co conventions, that's spelling, grammar, punctuation, uh, cohesion of like paragraphs. And the next level is for story element. What's happening in the plot? What about character development? What's missing there? Um, so these are the two elements that I see are the two different levels of editing I see. Would you like to add a third one to that? Or are those two levels that you see as uh, primary editing levels? No, I, th I think that's sufficient. And j just to kind of tie this in as well to the, the literary world, that, that is normally how they break it down as well. They kind of look at structural edits, uh, which is uh, your big problems, your, your story problems, your, your scenes, your all this kind of plot stuff. And what do these things make sense? Are there plot holes, things like that? And checking for that. And then you go to those line edits and you, you dive deep and look for those spelling, those grammar, those typos, all of those kind of things. Because you... And sometimes, like when I was was editing, I kind of got this flipped around. I would spend so much time on perfecting and kind of polishing uh, this scene or you know these few paragraphs, and then I would uh, kind of look at the whole the story as a whole and realize I didn't even need those paragraphs, um, or maybe I wrote those paragraphs completely wrong because there was a structural part part you know that was wrong, and I had just cut it all out. So you do want to think about your sequence. Um, you know, what happens first and going as well to 
as teachers, we always talk about what is your purpose. And, and I think thinking about editing at the start, what is your purpose? What are you doing this for? And for you and me, we've had two different um, ed- yeah, editing experiences. We've, we've had editing each other's work as, you know, I looked at your book and worked to edit it, but I had no involvement in that. And then we edited each other's work as we were working inside it with the novel that we wrote writing together. And those were two different experiences as well. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess for me, as an editor of students, I find that looking at conventions and grammar, uh, looking at punctuation, and those ideas tend to be the most eye-catching. However, when you get to IGCSE and you start working with narratives, you have to start looking at, uh, I guess, the the core content of what a narrative or a descriptive is. What is your preference for editing? Do you prefer to edit for story and for content? Or do you prefer to edit for uh, grammar and punctuation and spelling, et cetera? <laughs> I hate line editing. I hate those like tidbitty spelling grammar. Because personally, that I feel like that's, it, it feels almost like a waste of my time because I know that a lot of, there, there's so much software out there that you can feed your writing into, like Grammarly, for instance, I'll just plug Grammarly for a second. Great software that I use, and whenever I'm writing, I, I take my chapter and I, I plug it into there just to see oh, like all the different things I miss, missed, even though I read it like 500 times, like, oh, oh my word, I just completely misread that word wrong, or uh, this happened when I was, I was submitting one of uh, my writings to a friend, I wrote the word, uh, tether which is t-e-t-h-e-r but i kept on writing teether with two e's and for some reason it was just stuck in my head that that was tether but it, and she was like this word is completely wrong um and it completely confused her but anyway that was something that i would have seen if i'd done grammarly um plot stuff structural edits that's so much more fun as well right yeah no i totally agree and that's i mean at the igcsc level or at the a level um for a uk curriculum at the ib uh, language A level uh, for IB or the AP level for the American curriculum. As a teacher, it's a preference for me not to have to, to correct punctuation and grammar. I mean, students should be confident in the structures they know um, and they should be using those structures and then exploring other structures safely or in a way in which you can be corrected easily by teacher before you create the product. And if that's the case, then I should be reading stories. I should be looking at what does your character do? Do you show, not tell? Are you able to create an atmosphere within a setting or talk about a setting without even mentioning the setting? Uh, example being a character interacting with a switchboard, therefore telling you that you're inside some computer room without saying, oh, you're in a big computer room. Well, if they're pushing a bunch of buttons, moving over to the next panel, you can sort of piece that together. Um, and I, I much prefer that kind of editing where I'm looking Way to show this, another way to tell this, uh, rather than you know, is your your past tense and your past regressive tense matching well in the sentence? Yeah, and just to follow that point on, um, when it comes to these two different things, like the structural issues and the character kind of stuff, the the plot, the the story itself, versus these kind of tidbitty you know spelling grammar stuff my experience is with checkpoint i don't have a lot of experience with a levels and upper igc but in checkpoint 
Um, if you look at the rubric, the grade scheme is the points breakdown for spelling. It's a lot lower than these actual story elements. They're they're going to be looking to see whether you can you know tell a, a story that makes sense, a cohesive story, but also can you use a language that is beautiful and creative? Can you use metaphors and these similes? Can you can you paint a picture uh, that is you know unique? Uh, and of course, they're they're going to be looking for your sentence structure and things like that. But trying to be you know trying to push yourself and and stop just thinking did I spell this word you know, tether or tether right? They're probably going to say you got that wrong. But they're going to give you more points for these other ideas that are you know that elevate your writing. And and a hundred percent agree. And I think that's when it, we tie back to collaborative editing versus just the different types of editing and where my strengths lie as an editor or where my students' strengths might lie as an editor, that's a question that they ask themselves. Do they want to pay attention to the nitty gritty details of the grammar, the spelling? Is that what they want to focus on? Or do they want to focus on the content? And, what and I think that's a beauty of peer collaboration, collaboration, especially at the student level is you can choose. You have more than one friend in a class. Um, some of your friends might be really good at grammar. Identify those friends and figure out how they can edit for you. Or you yourself might be really good at noticing those small changes in spelling and grammar, punctuation, et cetera. And you, that's where your strength comes in. Um, and I think when I edit for you, um, some of my, my punctuation and your punctuation a little bit differ, differs. And I, I make those changes and suggestions uh, <laughs> for, for me to you. And at least for my stories, you've been very beneficial in making sure that the plot is continuous or that there aren't any loose threads. Um, so I think, you know, our strengths, both either my meticulous, like small little details, yours, as far as how the story connects and where things and plot devices go, have been re rather complementary. And I think students should seek that out within their own cohort or their own group of students who's really good at the details, the grammar, the punctuation, and who's really what makes a good story. Right. And is it? I, I totally agree. And I guess we just agree back and forth. That's kind of, normally yeah. that's how we go. We just, no, we, we I don't argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with that as well, uh, I, I've been in some other critique groups. I'm in a writing group right now. And, and normally we sit around and we talk, we talk about someone's writing that's been shared. And it is interesting to hear everyone's kind of got a, a a lot of times there's some similar opinions, but a lot of times people approach the same idea from a different task. And I think that's important as well to remember, yeah, as the person who wrote this, you are taking this to get feedback from someone else, but they might completely want to change it. And, or, or they might want to tweak things when it comes to Adam reading my writing. I use, I have sentence structures that are different to the ones that he writes. And when it comes to English, a lot of times we're both right. You know, there, there is, when it comes to, to writing a sentence, there's multiple ways to skin a cat. That's an old English phrase. Uh, there's multiple ways to, to write a sentence. And this is a part of your, your voice as a writer, your, the style, the way that you put a sentence together, the kind of descriptive words we use. It, it, that's all going to be kind of who, what makes you you. And someone might want you to write that differently. And you both might be correct. But, you know, what is... What is the correct way that is, is true for you? That's a good thing to think about as well. Um, and when it comes as well, just you're right, looking at the structural different things, um, 
I'm I'm the type of writer who's always going to want you to add some kind of like supernatural like or sci-fi kind of twist. I love speculative fiction. So remember when you're when you're taking your your writing to to a friend or to a cohort, you know, they're going to have their own opinions from their own writing that they're going to add to this. So you don't have to just accept everything that someone says. Be critical. As a teacher, we're always going to say be critical. Uh, you know, don't just take everything at face value. Think about, do you agree? And why do you agree? Or why don't you agree? Yeah. And I, I like what you said about, like, there being multiple ways to skin a cat. Um, again, whenever I take feedback from a peer, um, especially toward editing my work, I definitely consider that. Um, and I consider that, you know, perhaps there's multiple ways to show it outside of my own. You know, the time I wrote something might not have been in the best mindset to express it this way and somebody else might contribute to bettering my writing and I think passing that on to students that there's a sort of growth mindset in the editing process especially when it's peer editing that allows you to grow together is something I definitely want to promote as I know you do as well um, separating those tasks specializing but then also recognizing the strengths of others and the strength of yourself it, it, it's not an easy thing to to collaborate and edit and i i mean the more i think of it the more i think like as a student just be really open-minded um allow people to give their feedback create multiple versions don't have one save file if it's a digital version write out the paragraph on another page before you edit your own page um, but definitely take a lot of opinions into your own writing to grow as a writer Right. And so let's get to some homework now because we're getting oh, towards man. that 15 minute mark. And yeah, I know already it's, it's quick. Um, and so just adding to that thought, you know, bringing your, your writing to uh, someone else, I think that's a great homework assignment. But I do want you all to to do this carefully and kind of with thick skin, because, you know, when I was I was, it was, I think, eighth grade English class. I uh, the the teacher assigned some some writing to tell a story or you know something, and I told I, I wrote a story, and then we had to peer share it, and I, I turned it to one of the, my classmates, and she just kind of laughed at it, <laughs> and oh yeah, uh, Adam's all sad for me now, um, and, and you know that that was quite hurtful. I, you know, the fact that I remember today was quite hurtful. And I, uh, for a while I was like, well, maybe I, I'm not much of a writer. And so people are going to react uh, sometimes positively, sometimes negatively. You cannot change uh, the way someone reacts to something, but what you can do is change your reaction to that. Um, so have some tough skin. People are going to be critical of you. This is just an aspect of writing. If you ever tried to publish a book, it's very seldom that you hear of someone, you know, publishing, you know, putting their book out there and it getting accepted just you know, instantly. Normally people get rejected again and again and again. So learn to love what you write and not to need other people to love it too. Because if you're writing it for yourself, then that's important. So take your writing to someone and, you know, if they hate it, just smile and agree to disagree because that's your writing. What's your homework, Adam? I think my homework is to watch a movie as it usually should. Think about all the changes you would make to that story. And write them down. Observe the movie again if you have the time. Think about your changes. Why those changes aren't in the movie? Why didn't the director think of that? Why didn't the writer think of that? 
what is it about what you would suggest to somebody else that's not included in a finished product and why that is. And in this, I hope that you can appreciate that the finished product of other people, whether they be Hollywood professionals, writers, or friends, is good for what it is. It does not need every single edit. And in this, you will learn that your criticism of yourself isn't always right, and that you have to accept the work as you produce it, and your criticism from others contribute to what could be better. And even better, take, do, do that with someone else. Yeah. To watch a movie with someone because the the edits that you would make would be very different, possibly very different to what they would make, or they might suggest something that actually gets your mind rolling. So this goes back to like the brainstorming with the friends. Adam and I have done this task with each other at a coffee shop, specifically about season three of Stranger Things, and it was great. Just some of the ideas that we came up with. So how would you edit it? But how would your friend also yeah. change this? sequence yeah and and the the beauty of it is looking at somebody else's movie or somebody else's book or story is that it's not personal it's just a creative inventive way of practicing the the collaborative editing process Mm -hmm. exactly so uh thanks everyone for listening this has been right read and write we will see you next time